Now, we are already at the second week of our nine weeks novena in preparation for Easter. Now, this year, our theme is A Journey with Jesus, His Redemption for Us. Basically, what we are trying to do is during these nine weeks, we try to introduce symbols that are connected to land or to the last hours of Jesus' passion and death to help us basically to reflect deeper on the meaning of Easter and redemption. And this week's subtopic is the purple cloth. Colours bring with them a lot of symbolic meaning. In different cultures, in different contexts, different colours symbolises different things. For example, for the Chinese, the colour black, black colour, is normally associated with something that is negative. Normally, when we see black, we think that it is a colour of death or a colour of bad luck. But on the other hand, the colour red is associated with something that is very festive. We will have red in our Chinese marriage, in our anniversaries, wedding, birthday anniversaries, and of course, during Chinese New Year, we want everything to be as red as possible. And in the Catholic faith, colours also have very strong symbolic meaning and play a very important role, especially in the liturgical celebration. So I'm just going to give a quick quiz to everyone to see how well you are aware of the colours of the church and the liturgy. Now, firstly, we are in the season of ordinary time. And what is the colour that is associated with it? Green, very good. And what is the meaning of this colour? Ah, that one a little bit quiet, huh? Uh, but basically, as you can see, when we think of green, we think of plants, we think of grass, we think of something that is starting to grow. So this is actually very much the symbolic meaning. Green represents uh, a growing, it represents hope, it represents perseverance and a continuing listening. Because this is a time where we, in our readings, will be following Jesus in his public ministry and his teaching of the kingdom values. So we are continuing like the growth of plants in our deepening in our faith with God. And during festive season, uh, we will use the color that I'm using, white. And this is normally being used in big celebration. For example, Christmas, on Easter's, on very big feast days, you'll always see the priest will be wearing white. And there's another colour that is the same meaning as white, and that would be gold. Okay, so white and gold in our liturgical celebration means the same thing. Red, now, what does red mean in a liturgical celebration? Unlike Chinese New Year, unlike no, no, the Chinese, it's all good luck. Red in the liturgical celebration represents blood, okay? So it represents martyrdom, the sacrifice of the faith. And therefore, when we see uh, someone who sacrificed themselves, uh, when we are celebrating a feast for a martyr, it will always be red. And on Good Friday, when Jesus sacrificed himself for us, we will use red. The only exception is for us during Chinese New Year, we will change the symbol and we will also use red. And finally, purple. What does purple represent? When do we use purple color? Land and advent. Now, therefore, in liturgical sense, purple represents a time 
of waiting, a time of anticipation. It also represents penance and mourning. We prepare ourselves for something that is great, that is to come. But it is important for us to note that the color purple was not always associated with this meaning. In the olden times, especially during the civilization found in the Old Testament, the color purple, in fact, is being used to be associated with people of high status, of power, and of wealth. And therefore, at that time, the common folks generally do not use anything purple. Instead, only the royalties they will use in their robes uh, for, uh, with color purple. And also in the Old Testament, you will see that when there is something of honor, people will use something uh, associated with purple color. In the uh, book of the prophet Daniel, we'll read that after Daniel had interpreted a dream for the Babylonian king, he was given a special thanksgiving robe that is of a color purple. Later on, we will also see the rulers of the Byzantine empires, they normally wear the color purple, and further than that, the high-ranking officials such as governors and warriors of the Assyrian Empire all wore purple. But this meaning and symbolism of the color purple changed with Jesus, and especially with one particular event associated with the passion and death of Jesus. And what is that? Okay, in Mark chapter 15, we read this. And the soldiers led him away in the palace, and they called together the whole battalion, and they clothed him in the purple cloak. And plating a crown of thorns they put on him, and they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews. Now this was a time when Jesus was being persecuted, and the Roman soldiers, they put on a purple cloak on him, a purple robe. But this is definitely not to honour him of his royal status, but as a way to make fool out of him. But later on, the followers of Jesus and the, the people that ultimately became Christians, in memory of this event, changed the symbolism of the colour purple. This color then started to get associated with Jesus in his symbolic, uh, his, in his symbolic uh, representation of his kingship. And what is the kingship of Jesus? This kingship is not centered on power and dominance, but it is a kingship that is exhibiting love, a kingship that is filled with mercy, with forgiveness, with sacrifice, and humility. And therefore, from then on, the color purple has changed its meaning. But if you can recall, in the Bible, something also happened in the temple when Jesus died. Can you recall what happened? It is also associated with a cloth. The curtain or, or the veil in the temple was torn into two. Now, this curtain in the temple was a curtain that separated the normal worshipper from what we call the Holy of Holies. It is the place that they placed the Ark of the Covenant where the people then believe this is where God dwelt. And therefore, the normal folks cannot see God directly. But 
when Jesus died, this veil got torn into two. And the veil at that time in the temple contained three colors. It has the color blue, crimson, and purple. Blue represents the color of sky. It represents divinity, so it represents God. Crimson is kind of a dark red color. It represents the people. But in it, there is the color purple that we symbolize God, uh, Jesus, who, upon tearing the, the veil, uh, it is a symbol that Jesus has come to tear away the separation between human beings and God. And therefore, through the death and resurrection of Jesus, the distance, the separation between us and God has been eliminated. Now, this is how rich the color purple is in our Catholic liturgy. The first one, it represents the new kind of kingship that Jesus has taught us, the kingship that invites us to wash the feet of others in service. It also represents then that closeness between us and God through the mediation of Jesus. But finally, this color is an invitation for us to respond. It invites us to reflect on our sins, but on our imperfections, and calls us to repent and come back to God. So, dear brothers and sisters, as you go back today, I do invite you perhaps to put on some clothing of uh, the color purple, or if you have something that is purple, put out and so that it can be very visible for the next few days. And when you look at this color, I do invite you to remind yourself once again that this color represents a king who wants to be in a deep, intimate, loving relationship with all of us, and a king who shows love and mercy. We need to also ask ourselves, are we ready in following this king to repent and to share his kingship and mercy and service to the world. So once again, when you see the color purple, let us ask us this question. Am I ready to follow Jesus who loves me so much?